varying densities and firmness. <clears throat> yeah. About to chat. Go get the bat. Go get the gat. Because we about to attack. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kelly's entering another lockdown. They're fucking with me because I'm brown. Who knew bamboo sheets beat the cheeks with this geek magnifique? That's right, I said it. I never regret it. This podcast is about to fucking come on credit. Yeah. Tell your moms, tell your friends. Dopest podcast in the Mercedes Benz. Yeah. It's me, Chet, when I'm driving that Lorenzo Benzo. Don't call me shit, cause I said this podcast won't quit. Keep going and going. Yeah, all the people you be knowing. It's me, Machete, and we got KT. We also have Cheech on the keys. The new Felicia keys. Welcome to the show. Smoke a joint, chill out with the homies, bro. Yeah, spark it up to this one dedicated to you. Yeah, dedicated to you, bitch. Yeah. What's the well, Yeah, thanks. It felt good. It felt like real. Really good. <laughs> Made my clit yeah. tingle. Who oh, wow. knew? Bamboo. I said something. Teddy has some big ass titties. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, dude. (laughs) Holy shit, bro. That Uh, is excellent. I forgot about that. I mean, I feel like we were failing, failing as a podcast for not having this as a drop this whole time. I mean, man, Lysol said it. Lysol fucking. Everybody knows. Teddy has some big ass titties. All right, I guess fuck it. Let's just get into it. How far did you get on the How far did you get on the Chappelle show? Let me look. I only what watched are, two episodes, but I started is there any like, numbers tonight. Katie? What? Is there any numbers on the Chappelle show? Any uh yes. stats given to us? Are interesting numbers. I mean I don't know how interesting. Well, first of all, <laughs> this show ran from 2003 to 2006 and there were 33 episodes which surprised me because for some reason I thought there were like at least five or six seasons no no I thought this had a better run <clears throat> well Especially it's not since... I mean just so no I know you were too young to understand what was happening back then um <laughs> so um, how old is this show what year no, did it come I mean it's 2003 like, to 2006 she was born, I was yeah, in high like school you're like three years old I graduated so, in 2007. Well, yeah, Chet, like I said, you were you had already entered dementia. Well, so this story may or may <laughs> not be true, but Chappelle dipped. He didn't. It didn't. The run that you're that oh, you're that's claiming, right? He went to Africa. Like he, yeah, he didn't. He they didn't cancel him. They actually upped the ante and said, "Hey, your next deal is 50 million." And mm-hmm. he go and he basically goes, "I'm out." How long was and he in then, Africa? Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe like a year or so. <clears throat> is that yeah, a tax he, thing or was that somebody else? No, it's not a tax thing for sure. The, basically, like, Chappelle has people in his circle to make sure that he's staying black. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he's Wait, based. What? what are you saying? Like it's, it's, that he's keeping it real. He's got Make people. sure that he's what? Yeah. What is he, Cheech? What? He what? Yo, I didn't catch what, yeah, what a fucking doing. liar. Oh, yeah, sorry. dog. Well, oh, my bad. N word. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, we, well, no but fucking Clayton Bixby over here. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, he had people around him to make sure he was keeping it real. And he had to just, you know, basically. Like no <laughs> um, he, he actually told a story about how. They try to get him in a dress, and he goes. They do it to every single black actor, act yes. comedian. They try to get him in a dress. They did it to Wesley Snipes. They did it to fucking what's his Martin name, Chris Lawrence. Rock, Martin Martin Lawrence, um, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. So they Tyler going, Perry. So they go white down chicks, white chicks. Yeah. So basically, that's what happened. Is they had so him. Good. They had him in a situation where they wanted him to wear a dress, and he said no. And they, the the producer came to him and said, "Well, come on, dude, it'll be pretty funny." And he's like, "No, you didn't say you. This was not in the script. I'm not gonna wear a dress." Then the director comes on and goes, "Come on, you know." Basically, people are making their rounds of the trailer, and finally, when they got to it, like when it came down to it, where they basically they're like, "All right, he's sticking to his guns here. He's not gonna do it." Then uh, there's, "All right, we'll see what we can do." And the writers came back in 30 minutes with a whole new scene, and he's like, "Sometimes you just have to put your fucking foot down and." That's the reason why he's the goat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like no, he is, that's man. very respectable. It's crazy. It is. I mean, weird. it's called Chappelle Show. Yeah, yeah. It is you know? weird that whole thing of putting black guys in dresses. Right. Well, I don't know what that exactly is about. It's. Did you see like, that clip too? There's a. Yeah, I heard yeah. him talk about that, and then I heard him talk about another time. I forget what he said. They just basically just try to drop money on you to to sell yourself out. Yeah, basically, so they can have you be like compromise yourself and like almost in a way where you're like cooning or whatever, you know what they say, you know, mm, like they basically oh yeah. make you into that kind of like character or someone where they could laugh at in a way. And it, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's like he had a, he had someone in his life that checked him and basically he just left after they offered him that much money, mm-hmm. you know, you think it's a show he would ever resurrect now that people are rebooting stuff left and right if you know you can put it on netflix or something where you have full creative control there there was there was a time and the fucked up part is is that since Chappelle like dipped out he really left a lot of people hanging like donnell rollins for example is a good fucking you know thing to like life to one of my best friends yeah well i mean He's the homie, and of course, you know. Ashley Larry. (laughs) Take it easy, bro. Um, Yeah, he was Ashley Larry, wasn't he? Um, So, yeah, it's it's like, I remember on one of the Talking Shit episodes when he was on, and they're like, yeah, Chappelle left, you know, like when he was on top, it was so dope. And and like literally he goes, no, he didn't. I wanted to fuck another season. We were about to get paid. Like everybody was about to be like on a next level with that show. And everybody knows the first two seasons, you know, the first one, they give you nothing. The second one, they're like, all right, it could be a flute. The third one, everybody knows you get breaded on that one. Wait, how many did it go? I thought it went three. Three seasons only. It went went three seasons. 
it went three seasons, but the third season was like a half season. Oh, it wasn't a okay. full season. And yeah. I mean, he, I, I guess he he did, but also he didn't. I mean, like, it's his fucking show, and if he doesn't want to do it, you know what I mean? Like, No, I know, but I mean, I'm just saying that there's other, like, precautions of him, basically for him to be considered. Because, like, he came back with the stupidest Netflix fucking deal. When yeah. Chappelle came back, he had fucking two specials that one he already taped, right? Two of them for mm-hmm. sixty million. Yes. And you're talking about a show like basically they're going to give him fifty million to do like three more seasons of the Chappelle show or something stupid or four more seasons, but they gave him more money for like basically less work, you know, just two hours of his fucking. Um, I mean, I would love it if oh. he brought the show back. I think that would be. Pretty I don't know if you will, bro. Okay, season no, one was 14 episodes, which includes two that were best of episodes. So, okay. you know, basically 12. Season two was 16 episodes, including a couple best of. Season three is only three episodes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's yeah. not even... So it's really basically two seasons. Yeah. I mean, if you count, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And they did some, like, another, I think the episodes were, like, unaired stuff. Like, they really tried to stretch out a season three and piece together, like, at least a few episodes. So mm-hmm. people, other like, you know, Neil Brennan can still get his check and, you know, all that <laughs> shit. And uh, I had, like, I had watched random episodes here and there, like, maybe when they'd be on TV or I think, like, people would have, like, DVDs. And it's just such like an iconic show that I think I just assume there were like a bunch more seasons. Well, I gotta say, I mean, let's let's get into the episode. He fucking well, starts I'm not done with off. The stats. Oh, okay, you got more Proceed. stats. Yeah, because so let's talk ratings real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So IMDb rates it an eight point eight. Okay. The tomato meter gives it a ninety six percent. But the audience rating for Chappelle show is 100%. We, I don't think we've seen that yet in any of our reviews. It deserves no. it. Yeah. It deserves it, Which dude. Is like I I thought I thought and, and that, 90, a 96 and a 100%, I mean, bro. And the audience what matters to be honest, fuck the critics, right? Yeah. It's like, who yeah, the because they, really they that can season. be hit or I mean, you never know what those fools are going to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's such a uh, like right now to see that it, it, it's such a special show for me personally, because the like back then in the like the 2005, 2004 box sets were like a big deal. And uh, like when you got totally. the DVD, DVD box set and Chappelle show season two. I remember was the hottest fucking like you couldn't it was sold out everywhere like you couldn't get it and online was a thing but it wasn't a thing thing you know what I mean it wasn't like Amazon how click and fucking whatever and it's no it was like eBay is where you would buy shit yeah and it usually was like second fucking you know second hand aftermarket like totally yeah you're paying a upped price so yeah this I mean was, I had good I was just gonna say this was when like. Black Friday box sets, like that was like Dude. the hot ticket thing because box sets were expensive. Like yeah, if you're yeah. getting a bunch of seasons or even not so much, you're at least going 
40, 50, 60 bucks. And on Black Friday, you right. could get hot fire deals, but that shit went fast. Yeah. So I don't know what if you want to look up some stats on, I think it may be the highest gross selling box set, like in DVD history or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so season two, I think, was the one. But it, yeah, so the, I thought a lot of things were not going to stand the test of time. And for the most part, yeah, there they are some technological bumps that we have to get over. But the funniest Chappelle show season there. one, uncensored. Oh, okay, so that was the one that um, yeah that broke records. Um, nearly three million copies sold. I mean, that's what I want to talk about. Like this show fucking starts because I when I think back, I think of like him being a, a blind black KKK member. Yeah, I, yeah. I think of that so shit good. as like. There's no way that could be in the first episode. Like that's some shit you do yep. a little bit later when you've already established yourself. <clears throat> like for episode one, he comes out with that. It's pretty it's fucking nuts. It's and genius. then episode two, he's already getting to Tyrone Biggums mm-hmm. and fucking classic character right off the bat, just so nailing it. That's what I felt. I was like, he just nailed it from the get go with this show, with everything. I mean, I guess what we're seeing, uh, I watched it on Netflix. I guess it's probably the uncensored version because I was watching. I'm like, how are they showing titty? Like, oh, right yeah. away. That was fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that was a yeah, good I titty. Like how the one craziest part, the one, and that's the one thing I love about Chappelle, too, is that he has a way to, like, basically, like, he was he was able to poke fun of himself like from the jump like yo I got caught fucking perving on some bitch and yeah it was, it was so fucking funny to me dude like mm-hmm. to set a precedent like that like no one's off limits not even the host and yeah. I am willing to laugh at myself is it just set a different tone than most people trying to be this status quo of cool you know they wanted a kid they wanted to be like you know, Fonzie or whatever the fuck. And, and like, nah, dude, this dude will, if it's funny, he'll fucking do it. You know what I mean? And I love the fact that he put himself on blast first episode. You know and what? And cool, I, sorry, go ahead. I don't think he would do that anymore because I totally don't get that impression from him anymore. Cause now he straight up drops the mic when he finishes doing stand up on fucking Saturday night live. He paid his I, dues. This basically had him pay his dues, bro. Like, yeah, but I, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is like I still, almost twenty years ago. He is great, but I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, uh, I it's too cocky. <laughs> I he feel like co- he, I mean, he, now he just yeah, literally drops the mic. He's always hitting his own leg with the mic. Like, we get it. You're funny. You think you're no, funny? No, actually, I like that about him. I like the fact that he's just like Dan's so stupid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking say it anyway. It never really comes from a, a, a that 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 place where I feel. Of course, I think I know he knows he's good. I know he's very confident, and yeah, maybe sometimes it can just be like, "All right, it wasn't that prolific, bro. You don't have to like be extra with it." Yeah, but I but mean, yeah, I like. I mean, that. it's kind of the same thing when like Kevin Hart acts like he can't like get through his joke without laughing. It's like you've said this so many times. Like, there's no I'm way not- you still think it's that funny that you're just like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Well, yeah, right. not the, the snapping your leg thing is not that the the weird thing for me. It's the fucking. I feel like he he knows that everyone considers him to him to be the best, and I think he does feel like he is the best, which he's not wrong. But I guess I don't know. If you want to break down his style, 
Because, like, that's kind of where I'm coming from at it. Like, because, like, obviously we're, I think we're, it's safe to say we're kind of stand-up aficionados. And we, in some way, we know what we like. Regardless, if it's not for you, you can appreciate someone else. We're like, I don't know. There's certain people who you just don't get. And you're like, you know what? But I see why people fuck with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's certain, so this, with, with, with his style of comedy, he's figured out a way to make himself basically he takes you on the, these rides with him and like i said he doesn't do the thing where he's the butt of the joke but he finds his finds a way to involve himself in an interesting way where it's like where he was talking remember the 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 netflix stuff that he comes out with where he was talking about yeah like um i heard fucking white people call other white people white trash and i know because i heard it at a cocktail party i'm that rich now that like he takes you, <laughs> he, you know, remember that shit when he was saying yeah. all that stuff? Um, <clears throat> it's just like that style kind of already sets like the tone that I'm not saying that he's not off limits, but it, it's, it's a, I think it's just a different approach. You know, I, I can't explain it, it right now. That's what I agree. It is a different approach. And that's why I, I don't know if he could make this show again, because I don't see him doing all this silly no, shit no, no more. You know, I feel like he but thinks he's, he's above it. I don't know it's hard to say because he doesn't like he doesn't have to do that but he could but like he probably still has that in him i don't know i mean he's a good entertainer like he can do stand-up and do stuff that he's like crafted and perfected but like i've also like sat in the or the comedy store and watched him like you know like you know most def was in the second episode i've seen him on stage with most def in the mm-hmm. or and just watch mm-hmm. them bullshit for hours nothing's rehearsed and it's entertaining like he's a performer he's an entertainer like yeah but do you see him dressing up like tyrone biggums anymore <laughs> and smoking crack no i mean i mean yeah i, I don't can... see him doing that shit no more but i could see him i mean i could still see him doing Chappelle's show like being like behind it maybe not so much being like maybe starring in it as much but like Mm -hmm. still writing it or maybe just like even executive producing it and doing the one the one thing i I don't know maybe like a new version like the new school Chappelle show with Mm -hmm. like a I really like the fact that this dude was okay with leaving something that was had basically de- defined him, you know. Mm-hmm. He was able yeah. to leave that and had the balls to like leave that because whether you think it was whatever choice, I mean, he left it. So who does that when you're on your way up and you're about to really go to that next level, right? Mm-hmm. He, he right. dipped out, and you and can now, come back, yeah. and it could be over for you. Yeah. Like, you're going to take that risk. And yeah. it's, it is probably hard, you know, you're leaving. Not only is that a, it's a ton of jobs for people, but, like, I'm sure you're giving jobs to your friends. You're hiring people you know. And it's like you're letting a lot of people down, too. And that's a big decision. But that's also, like, your, I guess you'd say, like, your artistic integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of was... people would sell out. I would, was... probably. <laughs> what were some of the the skits? How many did you guys watch? I only watched two episodes. So the first one was the uh, pop copy one, right? With the I suck toes. Yeah, I know. You, I like how you got that one. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, I suck toes. With the <laughs> so uh, we had Young Rap and oh, yeah. Guillermo yeah. from Weeds. That's right. 
Yeah. Rappaport. Oh, yeah, Young Rap. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck's Young Rap? And I was like, oh, Rappaport. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Uh, then you had the fucking Clayton Biz- Bigsby Well, Oh, there was also the in-between. They had the, the Wrap It Up box. That was good. Which what? I just would like to say... Oh, and they had... Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was in this, the first one or the second one, the uh, home stenographer. I like that one, especially with the little midget <laughs> one in the funny. backpack. It's so good. Yeah. Nat King I would just Cole's like to say, videos. oh, that's right. <laughs> I love the word trifling. And I just appreciate whenever oh, it's yeah. used. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Clayton Bigsby. It's just, uh, it's just so good. It's genius. I don't and, understand too how like you can create a sketch show without being cheesy. Like to be like it's where he made that shit cool. Like I never, I don't know who else could have gotten away with that. Because yes, and that was kind of a joke. Even when like a black guy, you know, a black guy wrote it, it's still it's still tough here. An old white guy say the n word with a hard r. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. that. W- it's crazy how different times were just to fucking like not even. Like, what I was um, I was gonna say earlier was, I just also like the style of it where it's not like an SNL, like live. Mm-mm. You know where yeah. you're just you're confined to like a set. You can really tape it. You you can do it wherever you want. You can do multiple takes. You can do it however you want. But you're yeah. still playing it for a live audience. But then you can set it up how you want. You can still do live stuff if you want, like with that girl singing. Yeah. But yeah. you can still insert live things. I just like that you can mix it up and do, you know, you're not just like, I mean, tied, you know, tied down to like everything has to be live. Because that's just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like the it's like a lot of pressure. SNL. SNL thing of everyone constantly breaking character and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and know. it's just it's not a, it's not always good when people and, and I just like hear like it gives me anxiety when I hear about like how skits and sketches and whatever on SNL are getting cut like right before they air, mm. and they're just like you know you're spending all this time memorizing and rehearsing and shit's getting changed and I'm sure you know stuff's getting. That would happen on Chappelle's show too, but I would think not as much because you're having to like find locations and actually like shoot and you know put so much more into it. Mm-hmm. And, and it seemed like um like it it wasn't, and I'm gonna go back to this because this is definitely the 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 reason why I liked it is that he really defined a culture. He really fucking did. I don't know how many fucking times in my lifetime have I heard. I'm Rick James, bitch, or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Someone, you know. Um, the whole bitch thing, I kind of feel like nobody used the word bitch that effectively until Chappelle did. And then everyone started, you know, throwing that shit in. Uh, yeah. And also because like going to like where he was like doing, like like throwing to the skits, the pre-recorded skits. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. It felt like he was curating stuff for us and he was setting it up. And Chappelle just has a way of delivering, like I said, where it doesn't come off forced or corny, even though some of the sketches were kind of forced, but they didn't yeah. really feel, they didn't feel, it almost, 
Because like I said, his, he set the precedent, precedent right at the beginning when he's like, we're just going to fucking have fun. And if you're not going to have fun, then this is showing for you. And mm-hmm. he, it, it really was a great execution of capturing what was happening in the culture, what was happening in the world, and just his style and his team of writers who, are, who just killed it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. even the first opening one with, like, the white girl dancing, like, that wasn't great or, like, groundbreaking. But, but I it, do remember that commercial. That com- I was about to say. <laughs> go, you the commercial need to, was so bad. That, yeah, it was like a fucking uh, Mitsubishi Clips fucking commercial or yes. something. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember that. watching that commercial, and I used to, me and my sister would just laugh at, like, what the fuck is that girl doing? She's oh, like, I don't remember amazed. that the commercial that they're making fun of. Maybe then I would have. No, yeah, it, it's exactly no that girl, and she's, like, amazed at her, what her arms are doing <laughs> or something. <laughs> so it was fucking, it's very timely. So I guess if you've never saw the commercial it'll make no sense Probably. Uh, but it's, de- it's definitely now that the streaming is going to offer a n- whole new audience to this sketch comedy shit and they're who knows what's going to happen you know yeah yeah i think the one that really impressed me is is the tyrone biggums because he just fucking nails it in episode two with the most classic character of all time and that <laughs> yeah. skit is hilarious yeah that's a great bit and I just it's just amazes me that it's fucking episode two, and then like because I don't know, it just blows my mind, dude. There's and the thing is, do you think that you can't get any better? And season two absolutely obliterates season one, like the the Samuel Jackson bit, Mm-mm, bitch. <laughs> that fucking Sam, that Sam Adams, like anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> fucking like, dude. This dude is is like, I I mean I. You would have probably the most anxiety if any, like if any of you showrunners out there get picked up. I know Larry David talks about it a few times where when he got picked up for Seinfeld, he said, he goes, how the fuck are we going to write fucking 25 episodes? Like he didn't want to get like the deal. And I, I'm just thinking about there's a lot of pressure on you, mm-hmm. right? And oh, yeah. this dude fucking murders it, dude. I just don't, I, I can't say enough good things about the Chappelle show episodes one to the season one and the whole series but yeah it's just a groundbreaking show so do we want to keep doing like two a week i mean i don't even know what we i already watched episode six so (laughs) i I already seen like i like i've seen it so many times that i literally just started watching it and i watched like i just know everything i only watched one episode but i've probably seen season one and two probably like 15 to 20 times in its entirety shit and season three I, is like literally three episodes. So, yeah, I, I so far I haven't seen anything I haven't seen yet. You know, I've, I think I've seen all of this. So the one, my favorite one is um, the fucking the the is it the Mad Real World or what is it? The, oh yeah, that's the that's where we the get Katie Titties one. Favorite yeah, so Katie has some big ass titties. <laughs> but dude, that shit was the fucking best. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Where he's just like uh, when he comes in, he goes, "Hi, what's up?" Like the white dude, he goes, "Did someone order a pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, then the, and then when he leaves like i don't know what's the or square root of this well, apartment if you guys are like keep watching it do you want to just like pick like your favorite episodes or do we want to like watch best of uh, katie i think the you best should just of watch episodes? i think just you have zero problem i think you have zero problem yeah. going through it like and i would yeah, love once to, the first to... one was over i was like that was like five minutes <laughs> yeah it's super so... short it's like ridiculous yeah, they fly through uh, there's right, a well, great, I'll just keep I watching mean, and I'll I'll yeah. let you guys just, know what I think as I go. Okay, I agree. 
I mean, we got so, good ones coming up. Reparations. That was hilarious. Oh, dude. my God. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I wish I was still smoking. I feel like it would really amp it up, too. Yeah. yeah. It would, it this would. is like a perfect, like, get high show. Um, yeah, just, one thing I wanted to bring watch. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may have already brought this up. So if I have, tell me. Did I bring mm-hmm. up... Um, this was a topic on your mom's house. Different races having different smells. Uh, nope. No, you didn't. We didn't talk about this. Nope. Okay. Well, one thing I thought about when the white girl was singing the stuff on the note cards. Yes. Do you guys think white people look the same? Yes. Nope. No. Okay. One yes, one no. <laughs> okay, so on your mom's house, somebody said that wet white people smell like wet dogs. Have you found that to be true? Um, or do you think do you think white people have a specific smell? I think that's hard to say white people because there's so many different kinds of white people. Okay. You know what I mean? This is a white. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is a white. Um Or are there are there certain races that you think you're like, oh, this race has like a Pacific smell? <laughs> um no, I don't. Well, I mean, they, yeah, I, I would say yes, but I mean I don't know. It's just more to do with the person. Than is necessarily their race, you know. What okay, I mean? then the answer isn't yes. You said yes, but it's actually more the person. So that's all right. I don't Those... know. I don't. I don't think I get close enough to people to be smelling them like that. Like pre pandy. Uh, no, I just stick with my own. So damn, yeah, so you just smell like cilantro and like yeah, yeah, avocados. Sounds- Sounds pretty delicious. Cilantro and I love the great. smell of fresh cilantro. For real? I like it. Yeah. You I know, really you do. Ever heard somebody, I didn't realize that cilantro and coriander are the same thing. What does that mean? Coriander. I heard yeah. coriander. And I was like, what the fuck is coriander? I never heard that before in my life. And they're like, and they pulled, they pulled out coriander. And I was like, oh, you mean cilantro? I I've always forget, and then like sometimes when I get cilantro, it's like labeled as both. I have I had mm. a cilantro plant. All my plants died. So I need to. Get they're new not ones. the same thing exactly. I just looked it up. They're from uh, the same plant, but oh. cilantro is the leaves and stems of the coriander plant. The seeds are coriander seeds. So yeah, <laughs> what? That's they're that different. Makes no sense. Yes, one is the seeds, like when you're using it as an ingredient. Coriander is the seeds. Cilantro is the leaves oh, and stems. Okay. Oh, fair enough. You're so but smart. I, I did not know that at all. Coriander um, is the spice. Yeah. Uh, but why? Do you think people smell? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't really think that, but I've heard, <laughs> well, I've I mean, heard you've, people you've say up... that white people smell when they're wet. White people smell like wet dogs, and I'd never I mean, heard that's, that before. That's so. dumb because it's like, Katie, you're always fucking, must be smelling like a wet dog then. But, yeah, because uh, you're always no, wet. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> no what, one said it to me. I heard it on a podcast. 
Um, I that, mean, I've heard that. I've heard that before. I've heard a lot and of things. And I asked my brother, and he said, yeah, black people say that. Oh. Yeah, it's true. Does it mean they're it's wrong? You, I don't know. <laughs> I've smelt it well, before. I, I don't want to smell like a wet dog. Listen, I know you've, <laughs> you've uh, had... Um, like relations with someone who's other than white. Yeah, true. Katie, tell us what's up. Any difference in smell? No, I don't think so. I mean, like, if anything, like, it's just like certain. You could say like certain people will you like tend to use certain products more so. Like, like, like you know, shea butter. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like uh, there's no. So it's the person. And that's the kind of because like I've hooked up yeah, but with there, a, there's a black no, girl like, before. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like a person like certain a certain race like has a smell that like uh, comes out of their pores or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they do say that if you eat a lot of garlic, like Italian people. You have a garlicky smell. I eat a lot of garlic. I put garlic. You know, you know what? Old people smell like garlic a lot. Have you noticed that? No, That's old what... people. Now that is the thing. Old people have an old people smell. Well, they usually smell like uh, mental impending death. You know what I mean? Like fucking uh, mothballs. No, Vicks. Because they put it on like their aching muscles. I don't know, but Katie, this is totally off topics. Okay. Actually, it was not because it was white people looking the same and then white people smelling the same. So it came from Stretch. <laughs> um, white people and scents. White people and scents. Speaking of white people, mm-hmm. good ones and bad ones. <laughs> mm, I like that. I'll buy that. We got the good ones, the Nazis. <laughs> Yeah, Nancy, Nancy, <laughs> and the bad ones, the dirty, disgusting rat Jews. I'm, I, I can't wait oh, wow. to hear your take on this, Katie. I really I'm, wait, wait. Before we go into it, Arnie, did you really watch it again? No, you son of a bitch. And Dude, just I've kidding. watched this. I'm pro so- Jew, anti Nazi. <laughs> I did not I see just that coming. Clear that up. <laughs> okay, I don't, I've seen Why it so not? many times though, Cheech and How Katie. Many times? I've seen it a mon- bunch of times. Oh, you have? Yeah, this was actually the first Tarantino movie I've ever seen. Wow. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, how many times have you really seen this? When Maybe you say like, a bunch of times. Like 12? You've seen this 12 times? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I guess I'll I've seen I'll it at pass. least five yeah. times. And and I, I own be- it. Before the Tar- before our Tarantino, um, so I've seen it basically when we first started our Tarantino like thing. So I had it recent, fresh in my head. It's not like so a few months ago you watched this. Yeah, I watched it earlier this year. Okay, all right. I guess I'll let it pass then. Thank you. <laughs> did you watch it? <laughs> yes, I did. Future wrong. and I've seen this one multiple times too. But I really like it, so I was looking yeah. forward to watching it again. I, I seen it in theaters. Whoa! I did too. Nice. I did too. The Back first in movie, 2009 when it came out. Yeah, the first Dang. one I got excited for, I think, was Kill Bill, but I wasn't didn't know anything about Tarantino really. And then uh, Death Proof, 
I had already been familiar with Tarantino and I was very excited for that. And then I was very excited for this. And then I've been excited for all of them since. Uh, do we have any numbers? this is the numbers? first one I was excited about because I didn't know shit about the other ones. Were you excited because it was Tarantino or just because it looked good? About this one? Yeah. I was excited because I've seen it and I knew I liked it. Okay. What's the stats? Give us the stats. Okay. 2009, two hours and 33 minutes, which is longer than my taste, but I've seen it and knew I liked it. So I said, you know what? No prob, Bob. IMDb, 8.3. Tomato meter, 89%. Audience rating, 88%. Very close. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We open up in Nazi-occupied France. <laughs> I was about to say, ah, yeah. Yeah, that beginning scene is, Ooh. like, it sets the tone, but holy shit. It's, it's so intense. <sighs> and it's fucking, it's a long scene. It it's is. Like, it's, very, look, it's like 20 minutes, at least. Introducing yeah. Christoph, Christoph Wolf or Wolf's. Introducing him to the fucking yeah, introducing him to the world because I had never yes. heard of him. Nope. Wow, what a fabulous fucking scene this was, and we're talking about internationally. I like the mm-hmm. fact that they're not speaking English. It's just mm-hmm. all works. The whole scene is just shot <sighs> beautifully. Yeah, totally. I kind of intense. See, like, Tarantino comes at like a lot of his scenes is like this is its own little movie almost in my yes, opinion. Yes, I totally agree. There's a lot of scenes in this movie that are long, but I don't find any of them too long or boring. No, every I, this whole movie works, but like this and it really is, and it breaks it up too for mm-hmm. you, like into chapters. Very Tarantino. He always does that. Um, but yeah, you don't like you're really on the edge of your seat. Even if you've seen it before, you're like, oh, because even if you know what's coming, you're like, oh, my God, I know they're under these fucking floorboards, bro. But you can watch this as its own little fucking short film and it would be fantastic. <laughs> but Tarantino just makes a movie of sh- comprising of short films, basically. Um, so, yeah, these are French farmers and uh, dairy farm. Mm-hmm. Dairy farmers and the Germans show up. Um, what's his name? Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. He is the Jew hunter. That's his cute little nickname. Mm-hmm. So, all of the Jews that were hiding in that area have been rounded up except one family. Mm-hmm. And they show up, and he's speaking in French. To the dad, he has the uh, three daughters go outside. And at one point, he switches to English. And they start, and he says, in French, he says, oh, at this point, I've exhausted my French, blah, blah, which he's speaking, like, perfectly. Yeah, Yeah. totally. (laughs) So you're like, yeah, okay. So they switch to English. I I like the way that was proposed, though. He says, it's your house. You get to decide. I'm asking permission. Can we go to English? And I mm-hmm. thought that was just—it was all interesting. Everything until, uh, like, even the the part where he's like, um, "What is you want something to drink?" Because well, I noticed that you had some cows out there. I would love a glass of milk. And I was just like, mm-hmm. all of it was just hitting. I would, I was mm-hmm. loving everything which, because it was. Oh, yeah. which later will come back and just send chills down your spine. When we'll get there. Yo, okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, 
And he's like all friendly and, you know, polite, kind, polite, courteous, and, yuck. you know, the dad and the, 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 the farmer, he's like very, you know, no expression, a man not of rude few words. at all, but a man of uh, few words. stoic. Yeah. 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 A man of few words. And by the way, pretty Delphi, he can get it. Yeah. Yeah. You'd hit. <laughs> he's all like, cause when you, sh- when they show up, he's chopping wood and sweating. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> Pause. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where is the Hitachi? <laughs> so, yeah, they're talking, talking. He's like, okay, you know, he, he's just asking for details about, you know, have what have you heard? He said, oh, they f- they fled to Spain or whatever is what we heard. And he's just asking, okay, who about the family? And eventually, he says, well, yeah, you know, they're going to have to search your house. And he said, well, they searched nine months ago. He said, I know, but, you know, I have to let them do their job. And you know why they call me the Jew hunter? It's like, he's like, I can think like a Jew, like a rat. <laughs> and these soldiers, they can only think like a German soldier. But, you know, and I mean, it was just the way this scene was written where he was saying, you know, if a rat came into your house right now would you treat it with kindness and he was like no i suppose not and he's like why what has what has a rat ever done to you mm-hmm. no they spread disease he's like sure you know you you know years ago they spread the plague or whatever but a squirrel is pretty much the same as a rat they just have a different <clears throat> tail but you wouldn't treat a squirrel the same way you don't like rats you don't really know why but you just hate them he's like same with the jews <laughs> Basically, solid logic and that camera (laughs) angle. Because if you don't, if you haven't seen this, obviously, so you're you're thinking that this is like some weird accusation, interrogation of an innocent man. But then they do a camera shot, go through the floorboards, and they and I'm just like, holy shit, (laughs) holy shit, hands down, completely. Mm -hmm. Wow, just family, yeah. This Under is, the floorboards, yeah. covering their mouths in complete mm-hmm. terror, complete and terror. then uh, the Jew hunter, his mannerisms basically completely change to mm. serious, and he's like, "Listen, you can either help me, and we won't, you won't be harmed. You'll actually be rewarded, or we can like pretty much kill you all." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I know you're hiding them." They're under your floorboards, aren't they? And the dad's got like tears streaming down his face. And he's like, well, actually, and he says, yes. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and I'm assuming they don't speak English since I haven't heard anything. Yes. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to switch back to French now. And he's like, in French, he's like, okay, thank you very much. Uh, Ladies come back in. And then the German soldiers come in. I mean, it's an incredible scene. And he's like, all right, ladies, thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for the hospitality. And, oh, he has them point out where they are. And he points to the soldiers where they are. And they just light that place up. Yeah. So, Katie, this is your first exposure to anything Tarantino. Um, Cheech, is this yours? No, no. You said Kill Bill is your first one, right? No, I had seen Pope. Oh, you uh, saw well, yours? Okay, cool. So you're I, a little I had first. seen everything by this So Katie, point. this is your first experience seeing this director. What was going through your mind in the theater as you were watching this scene go down? I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> really I mean, I, was, I thought incredible. it was like, 
I mean, it was so, I thought it was like, obviously it's terrible what's happening, but like the way that it was written and done. And then, so obviously then you see shadows through all the bullet holes and Shoshana is escaping Mm -hmm. and she starts, she goes out through a little trap door, starts running through the field and he goes out there with his little, his little pistol or whatever. And it looks like he's just going to fucking snipe her in the field Yeah, he is, and just kind of goes, ah. And lets her keep going and goes, au revoir, Shoshana. And just like this beautiful like meadow and just the yeah. colors and everything. I mean, you're yeah. just like she's sitting there like, smaller. holy she's smaller. shit. And she's so running bad. away. She's sobbing, crying. She has the blood of her family splattered her, all over yeah. her. I mean. I mean. Uh, and everything is, you're about like, this is just the first 20 minutes. I know. Of a this two movie, and a half hour movie. Yes. You're like, holy Agree. fuck. What else Agreed. is going to happen? Agreed. I, and so I was, movie, I was in. I was like, "Holy shit!" The movie, the movie looks so fucking good too. Like right off the bat, like mm. everything feels so real. Everyone looks so good, and then you get these actors that are like out of this world. Like, how the fuck mm-hmm. did nobody ever find Christoph Waltz before? I know. <laughs> and where did he find him and bring him to America and fucking? No shit. Yeah. He's amazing. Dude, yeah, and I'm so glad I got to see this like in theaters for the first time. Yes, me too. <clears throat> Woo! Yeah, yeah that so one. that scene. Okay, and I mean just, it's just I like, love, and then just I, the thought of like yeah. the, imagining them being under there and thinking, just being terrified, thinking they're going to die, and then thinking, "Oh my god, we're going to survive," mm-hmm. and then. Getting lit up and then watching your entire family get murdered around you. And then you're just, wow. I mean, fuck. Right. I love the the language play in this movie. Especially yeah. that in that scene. It's so good. Like, just the fact that, oh, they don't speak English, right? <laughs> it's so fucking, I don't know. Yeah. It's just so cool. Man, and this dude knows, like, every language, too. Yeah. He, well, you know, it's, it's so fucking crazy because I think that people who, who grew who, grow up in the uk where there's multiple countries bordering each other i mean i'm not, I'm not saying it's super fucking common i mean but but you know it's i, I think more so more in, cultured more so in europe i mean like in mainland europe like france and and span and spain yeah. all those right, countries right, right. are fair so enough. close to each other fair, yeah fair they enough. can travel pretty inexpensively they can just take right. the yeah. train you know and and he's and they're taught in, those languages yeah He's fluent in German, French, and English, uh, and Italian. So not, not really. Born German. Yeah. <laughs> that. Oh my God! So fucking good. So uh, what's after that? Okay, Is, so then we meet the Inglorious bastards. bastards. That's yes. right. Or the bastards. <laughs> okay, so first of all, they really jewed up the juice. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know what it means. I mean. What, yeah. you could sm- smell their scent? They smelled pretty uh, mozzarella, <laughs> you know what I mean. They put gold chains on them. And they I, I liked seeing uh, Ryan all... from The Office. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Nice. And Sam Levine. Sam Levine. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them I didn't know. but <laughs> Eli Roth. Eli Roth. Yeah, oh, yeah Eli Roth in your hand. Yeah. Um, well, I love Brad Pitt's Nazi hunting speech. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean, I just love Brad Pitt in this movie. Yeah. He's <laughs> hilarious in this movie. He's so he really good. Is. 
He's uh, like, we're going to be doing one thing and one thing only killing Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when he's like talking to that so German guy, he's get get your wiener schnitzel finger. <laughs> what the fuck he's saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Oh, so Hugo Stiglitz was one of my favorites because he was a German oh, yeah. soldier originally, right? And killed Fast a bunch of Germans. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And he's pretty hot. And then so he, <laughs> he can get he it. Looks, the dude looks like an action figure, like straight up. He, I guess he oh, kind of looks like. He does. He totally looks like an action figure. He kind of looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I guess that's why we think action <laughs> yeah. figure. But hot. Dang. <laughs> Arnold's hot. When he was so, younger, he was, right? I imagine. Yeah, they break Hugo out of German jail because they're like, you had a pretty good reputation for killing Nazis. He's like, and uh, he, he was, you can go pro. Yeah, yeah. he goes, you're like AAA. <laughs> it's going to go pro. Yeah, you're still amateur. Mm. And that's badass um, because we get fucking Samuel Jackson in there. Yeah, really. uh, you got to have Samuel Jackson there for it to be a really, truly great Quentin <laughs> to your movie. Come on. Uh, that was just badass. And I love the the slam of his name on the screen. Uh, was that right? In, was this all happening after that introduction or what? Where are we at in the movie? They broke out dude. Yeah, they break him out. So they're okay. just like, <clears throat> well, they've got, they've captured some, some Nazis mm. and they're yeah. trying to, uh, they're introducing like a few of the main players. They're like, that's Hugo Stiglitz. You heard of him? He's like, yeah, I've heard of him, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's that real ugly one at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're trying to get him to point out, you know, where the Germans are, and he won't do it. And he's like, fuck you. And so they're like, well, we're we're actually real tickled to hear you say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, here comes the bear Jew. So Eli comes out, who, by the way, looks way less of a dweeb than he did in Death Proof. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, he just beats them to death with a baseball bat, which is tight. And that's the only entertainment they really get. Yeah. So he just fucking smashes his head in, and uh, Donnie Donowitz, Donnie Donowitz. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does he say? What's the fucking stadium? Of, the is it fan- yeah. No. Is it oh, fan- not family? family? I don't know. Uh, um, then they get the next dude. The next dude just immediately gives up the locations of the Germans. Well, the first one was it Sam Levine. He's like, "If I were you, two, I'd be shit in my pants right now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, there. So Sam Levine was just on uh, Kevin Smith's podcast, and he told a story about being on Tarantino movie. First off, he said that there was more bastards at the beginning of production than there were at the end because he fired a few of them. He didn't say who it was, but they got cut from the movie. And Not he, true and, enough. And he told them, no, he said they, they, they said when you first get there, Tarantino gives a speech to everybody when they're going to do rehearsals. And he says, I need everyone to give 100%. And if you don't, then I will remove you from my movie. So he laid that out like right at the beginning. And uh, he told a cool story about that scene, which actually got cut, but that scene starts off with the German officer walking towards Brad Pitt, but in the, there's a, a cut scene, I guess, where Sam Levine, you know, like yanks this guy's guy up and he's supposed to yank him up real forcefully and send him over there. And 
Tarantino, he did it once, and Tarantino said, oh, cut, 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 and he goes down, talks to Sam Levine, he's like, you have to fucking mean it, because you're an American tiny Jew, and this guy could kill you if it wasn't for all of these guys and their guns, so you have to mean it and be fucking mean to him and force him to go over there. And then he... Tarantino talks to Sam Levine, then he goes talks to the German actor and tells him something. They do the scene. Sam Levine like rips the guy up and pushes him over and all of this shit. And they film it and it worked out good. And then at the end, Sam Levine asks the German actor, like, oh, what did he tell you? He told me to take it real seriously. What did he tell you? He's like, he said, he told me that if you don't do if you I don't believe you, that I can punch you. <laughs> and then he oh, would change shit. the script. So he's saying like <laughs> That's how important real acting is to Tarantino, that mm. he's willing to change the script if he doesn't get the performance he wants. I thought and that was I interesting. I didn't see Tarantino in it, but I looked on IMDb afterwards. Did you see him? No. No, is he in there? So he, he was, I guess he was the first Nazi that was scalped, and he was also the first person killed in the nation's pride or whatever that oh, movie yeah. was called. Oh, okay. Good for him. Um, was Brad Pitt doing coke? What is yes. he sniffing? Real. I mean, coke okay. or something, right? Yeah. I, d- I don't know if you noticed, because I know you watch this show. Um, is it called Love? Yeah, it's Love on Netflix. Did you see Paul Rust? The... On their I was TV just episode? talking about Paul Rust today. Yeah, so he's in the movie. He's one of the fucking... He's like one of the dudes. Paul Rust. Really? No, no, he's like a he's sergeant. He's sergeant Paul uh, Paul Rust. I was gonna call him. <laughs> What's his character? Let me see if I can find him on IMDb. But uh, yeah, he, oh, no, oh yeah. I think I remember that because you know that Dan's Dan Adut his show his food show. Mm. He was one of the episodes I filmed that I like fully edited. That actually I found on my hard drive that I'm gonna send Dan. He was emailing me today actually, Whoa. and I remember him talking about him being in that movie and i was like holy shit he was in the glorious bastards and that i will i think i watched only season one of love it wasn't really it was okay i don't know yeah, it was no, really I, shit does he get a line in this movie in inglorious yeah, bastards yeah i think yeah i'm not like a major character but he's one of the i don't know i just saw him oh well, yeah he's he's one Googling of the, him paul russ and glorious yeah i see him he's in the lineup of the bastards there yeah, he's not a main character, but did you like? Yeah. Anyway, so where we're at now, I I, I want to just oh, kind of I want to okay. It. Yeah. So um yeah. So the they're leaving the one alive, and the they've got the German translator by the way, who he can get it to. And I love how they <laughs> um they give that Charles Manson little souvenir, not the the swastika on the forehead, because they're like, oh yeah, you know, you're, what are you going to do when you get home? What are you going to do with your uniform? You're going to burn it. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what we thought. See, yeah. we like our Nazis in uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can identify them. Which is another fucking so, great moment. Yeah. Yes. Um, then we see... Hitler, right? Hitler. Um, and... Yeah. A, a crazy fucking dolled up Mike Myers. Oh, dude. Well, that's, Very, that's a little bit later. Oh, my bad. So we get Hitler um, talking to the guy that they left alive. And yelling at him and, yeah. and saying that he's not supposed to tell anybody. And then he asks him, like, oh, did they mark you like they marked the others? And then they show what yeah. they actually did to his forehead. Yeah. Um, and then I think we go to the cinema. Uh, yeah, I believe so. 
with Shoshana. Shoshana and fucking what's the German's officer's name? Frederick Zoller. Oh yeah, there you oh, go. Nice, good memory. <laughs> Lucky for Shoshana, she doesn't look too Jewy, so she can pass. Mm-hmm. So she owns a cinema now, mm-hmm. and she's putting up the uh, marquee. And this German soldier comes by and is, you know, chatting with her, flirting, and she is, yeah, he's trying to hit, and she Mm -hmm. is not interested at all. Uh -uh. And she's like, "Uh huh, yeah, okay, that 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 black diesel." (laughs) Yeah, she's yep, she's getting it from Marcel, so she doesn't give a fuck. Marcel's putting it down too. You could tell, (laughs) dude. Marcel (laughs) is flipping it, reversing it. (laughs) He knows how to work it (laughs) for sure. I like, I like how you laugh, Cheech, and they're, they're, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's funny. I don't know uh, what about that tells you what, why, why, Katie, what gives you that impression? That Marcel's packing heat. Yeah, is he black? <laughs> so, I don't know. That's one. That's one big giveaway. But you can just tell, French. like, he's French. The way he wears those suspenders. Yeah. Okay. The way he says Shoshana. We. <laughs> <laughs> oui. Um, yeah, so she's up on the ladder and the guy keeps being like, bah, 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 and she's like, yeah, okay, great, whatever. And then he's like, he drops his name and he's like, this is going to get her. And it, she doesn't bat an eye. And then he's like, oh, okay. She doesn't know who I am because mm. he's a, a somebody, but she doesn't know right. that yet. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right. So he, uh, he gets up and goes away. No. <laughs> so then... The restaurant. I think we were at the restaurant where the, she's reading her book. Yeah, right? the first restaurant where she finds out that he's a he's famous. Yeah, he's famous because he's a war yeah. hero, and then they and, put him in a movie and a movie star. Yeah, and when and dude, when she says like, "How many people did you kill?" and he starts going through it, and you're just like, mm-hmm. Fuck, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's like 130, well, first, 70, and yeah. then like. 40 at the last yeah. day or some shit. Well, first she's she's in the restaurant reading her book, whatever. He sees her through the window and knocks on the window and she's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, she's yeah. already super annoyed. He comes in, sits down. She's irritated. Then people start coming up to him like, oh my God. Is it you? It's you. Like, oh, oh. And she's like, oh, who are you? And he's like, tells her he's a war hero and starts telling the story. And then she's like, oh, they should make a movie about you. Like, well, they did. And wow. uh, when they asked me to play myself, uh, of course, I said that I would. But yeah, go ahead with the uh, all the people he killed, which he thinks she's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so wet. <laughs> um, basically, then what? They go back to the theater and they show her getting picked up by... The Germans, right? The Germans come and, and yeah. say, like, oh. Because he ultimately killed, like, 300 people or something, right? Yeah. And then she gets storms storms not away. People, She's not turned on. Jews. Was it Jews? No, it was soldiers. No. He was he was oh. in a... He wasn't in Italy? Yeah. I have no idea. I because <laughs> since he was the star of the fucking movie, I thought he was... About no, he yeah. was, like, a sniper that got caught in the tower, and he just defended the city for three days, killing all the soldiers yeah. that were attacking. I, are you sure it wasn't fucking Jews? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Dude, are you... I don't think it was Jews. It was, like, movie it was, like, it was war. It was and... a war. Yeah. yeah I, I thought it... Well, I thought because he was in a fucking Hitler movie that... why Like, why well, would he's he He's a be German there? soldier. 
Okay. He's a so, Nazi soldier. It's like I thought he was an assassin. She, I thought I was getting I hit thought man because by. she was so disgusted by by him saying these tallies of people who people of her of his race of her race that, that you know he killed. I thought that was a part of the thing when he was like so she was so disgusted in the in the in the no. cafe when he was like 150 or 100 and whatever and she's just like oh my god you're still a Nazi. I don't I think it was in Italy but it, it might have been in France because he's in like he's German, yeah. and they're they're in France. No, it was should, definitely yeah. in in war. It wasn't like he worked at a. Yeah, I know, but how many wars do you know of that Germans have gotten into? I don't know. It was in World War Two. It was in World War Two. What do you mean? I, I I don't know. It sounds like you were talking about another war. Um, <laughs> that that is, I, yeah, it seemed that way you because I know uh, you should do your homework. Yeah, you no, should. I, do, I mean, all right, fair enough. You're right, but I'm just letting you know that I, that's where that's what I thought of the 17 times that I've watched it, <laughs> um, that where that was coming from. I, why even like, you know what I mean? Like I thought it was because disgusting that the guy was uh, basically being like hailed by all these fucking Nazis for one. But I also thought the icing on the cake was that you killed like 300 of my fucking people. No, and no, fell swoop. no, it is. Well, some of them might've been, then, then, then wait a second. Then why was the movie that was playing based on him, but about killing not uh killing Jews. I don't it know. It wasn't about that. He was in a tower in a city. He defended the city and he was in a up then in a sniper turret. Then why did they play And he was shooting the tower. So then, here's where I get confused then, I guess. Because then why did fucking Hitler come through and want to watch the movie? Because he was fucking... a war hero. Because okay. of it was, his... it was during World War II in Sicily. Yeah. Frederick. And it yeah. was German night in Paris. It was because this of his exploits joseph gorbel decided to turn his exploits into a propaganda film it was just because he was a soldier that defended a city by himself okay yeah and he killed a bunch of the i, guess, I, I always felt i always felt that that was the case where she where he was basically killing jews no I don't think that no. was the case. Okay. Well, some of them might have been Jews, but it was just soldiers. <laughs> well, there might have been some Jews just by mistake, but yeah, he they, they, I mean, they might have been. So the intention wasn't them to take over the city for Hitler or because the Jews, like it had nothing to do with the, or had everything to do with World War II. Well, it, was, world? it was during World War II. He was a German soldier, but you know, there was two, there was they, other countries fighting them and he was holding down this city for Germany while these With, other people attacked, there's no, there's, and he held them off. For Jews, there's no Jews in Sicily, right? Again, I some of them might have been Jewish, but I mean, but, I think there's Jews like all over, you know. Yeah, then some of them might have been Jewish, but they were just <laughs> <All> soldiers. <right. laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I, that's where the that's where the I thought it was basically. Think, you just needed to watch the movie Jews. that 18th time, I think. <sighs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm so, making a good point because you're still fucking what? <laughs> no, you're not. I'm not, sure. I'm not sure that you are. So she basically <laughs> gets kidnapped from her theater. Yeah. And yes. because so yeah, because Frederick tells you know the Hitler and you know the filmmaker like oh we should have it here it's way more intimate and you said you don't want those like French pigs there anyways. Um. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, we meet and so, Gerbils. And our mm-hmm. girl Sophie with both her arms. Oh yeah. Sophie was in this movie. She's uh right. Gerbils interpreter. And uh-huh. yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so 
this shit got intense too. Holy shit. Yeah. And we meet the the head of the SS or whatever. The other creepy guy that picked her up. Um, who is in the movie later. But then after they finally decide or Goebbels decides to switch it to her movie theater, uh Londa shows up. Colonel Londa or whatever his name is. Christoph Waltz and also shows up. they're like acting as Hans. if they're doing her some Hans. big favor when she doesn't want these fucking pigs there to begin with. Yeah. Mm. Um so yeah, she's there at the table. She's got her back to the entrance. And then the music I thought was so good. <laughs> perfect. Yes. It's so intense. Like your heart yeah. starts beating. It just like makes you anxious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Jew hunter shows up. <laughs> it's like so intense. Right next stands right next to her. Woo. What? And they all leave. I'm feeling right now just thinking about it. It was super intense. They all leave, and her reaction is great too. And they have like a they share strudel with each other. And the way uh, she was able to maintain her composure. I know. With the man who she knows murdered her family. Mm-hmm. But you get a second moment of in- intense uh, oh tension when he says get the strudel and a glass of milk please <laughs> oh my yeah, god it's almost like he knows right he knows right then and there yeah right. and that's what i i he think orders, yeah he orders himself an espresso but orders her and he says and for her a glass of milk I think and Tarantino leaves it open. I don't think you ever he ever tells you if he knows, but I think he knows, right? Right. This guy is like smart as fuck. Yeah, he knows it's her. I don't know how he would know that, but he knows. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just there's something about it, and it was like maybe an innocent gesture that can be interpreted so many ways. And I'm glad he put that in there. You just happened to order milk, yeah. Yeah. That was and then, fucking Oh, intense. when the strudel comes That's and then, you know it. Yeah, yeah. And this, that strudel scene when he, they didn't bring the cream. Oh, yeah. like, I love that ah, fucking scene. Wait. <laughs> wait for the cream. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Dude. Every scene he's in is yeah. pretty fucking amazing. I mean, yeah, they're all good, but that's really good. He's like, you don't have to be so nervous. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. he's like, it's just a formality. So good. And then as right when he walks away. Doesn't she start to like? <sighs> she breaks down immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah. He she he leaves the room and like I guess out of eye shot and she just completely mm-hmm. loses it. Like, just lets you know how fragile her state was. That immediately as as she was in the clear, she just completely collapses. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's a fucking badass. She's a fucking badass bitch, dude. I love, I love me some shows. So fucking. She's good. great. Who who is she? Anyone know? Um, Milani Laurent. Oh, don't know who she is. I don't know who she is either. She was great. Um, then we this, get this the awesome. Cast, this whole cast was excellent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Then we get Austin Powers. Oh, so weird. That was weird because <laughs> that was the only thing in the movie that was like this. Fool, what? Why is Austin Powers in this movie? <laughs> Austin Powers. It's Mike Myers. I know, but I mean, he's like he's Austin. Austin. He's so tight cast as Austin Powers. Like when you see him in this movie, it looks like another character from Austin Powers. I, I don't. I don't see him like that, bro. Really? I don't. 
It seems Garth. Or, or Wayne, I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wayne and Garth. <laughs> Wayne's World. Garth. <laughs> Wayne's World, bro. Uh, yeah, I see. I, I grew up with Awesome Powers. Not Wayne's World was a little bit too early for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this is where we meet Michael Fassbender, and oh we find God. out that he's a movie expert, and uh, <clears throat> also like a, you know, a, what, I don't know, some soldier in the British Army, and their plan is to meet up with Bridget von Hammersmark, a famous oh, nice. German actress who is turning on them and helped and been infiltrating them the whole time. And they're going to go send uh, Michael Fassbender to meet up with her and and the bastards to make a play against the head, the leads of the German army. And that's pretty much what happens. We get. I mean, that was the only scene that. I mean, that was the one character in the movie. I was like, okay, fucking Michael well, Myers is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Fastbender is absolutely obliterates this fucking scene. Oh, it is his scene, the big scene of him in that yeah, bar, which is next, right? Yes. So we get. Yeah, there. and this is another scene that's very long, but you're like. But before we get there, there they show him interacting with the bastards while they're waiting for them outside right. the bar, and they're like. Who set this up in a basement? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, also the great thing where he's talking to uh, Stiglitz and he's like, it's like, you look like a w- crazy man. Like, wh- I need someone who's going to be calm. And he said, do I not look calm to you? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I love Stiglitz. Yeah, he's so great. dope. Uh, but anyways, they just point out how bad it is to be in a basement if you're going to be fighting. And uh, finally they go in. And this might be the fucking best. I don't know. It's a movie of great scenes, but this is fucking. Well, first an amazing you're like, well, too. she, you know, the whole thing is like, well, there won't be any Nazis there. Yeah. Any Germans. Mm-hmm. And of course, as soon as they get down there, there's a table full of fucking Nazis with old Bridgie. Yeah. And it's Stiglitz, it's uh, the Michael Fassbender and the other German guy because they both have real German accents because they are German and Michael Fassbender speaks fluent German, right? And uh, they meet up with her. They start complaining about like, what the fuck? Why are there soldiers here? They, we find out that that dude just had a baby and they're all celebrating. And she's starting to tell him like oh the big news which we don't ever find out in that scene that uh they moved the location and then she was about to say that hitler's gonna be there but they got cut off by the fucking drunk dad of this newborn yeah so what happened was one of the soldiers his wife had a baby that day Mm -hmm. so they were allowed to go out and celebrate they weren't nobody was actually supposed to be there but they ended up going there he's super drunk and this so, was this was dumb on, on that on von Hammersmark's part, but she was like, "We have to stay. I've been sitting in here, and we don't want to make it look weird that if we leave right away." So they had to stay and have a drink, which is where yeah. the fucking downfall of their whole plan comes in. I feel like, yeah. Um. So the wasted new dad is like, "Yeah, oh, can I have an autograph for my new son?" Blah blah blah, and she's like, "Yeah, no problem." You know, she's being nice or whatever because she was hanging out with them and playing a game while she waited for the the guys to arrive, and then he takes it and leaves. Then he comes back and he's like, "So, what are you doing? You know, what are you in town for?" And they're like, "Okay." He's just pestering you know, him, like, pestering him, pestering yeah. him, and then finally Michael Fassbender says in German. Like you should leave us alone now, 
And then that's where the new dad is like, "Uh, I'm sorry, but where is your accent from? You have a very strange accent. And this is where the fucking shit falls. Yeah. And then the other soldiers in earshot, right? The other dude or whoever he is, like the fucking. The SS dude that we met earlier is who is outranking them. They're even their fake costumes that. Mm -hmm. And he comes over and says, I too am a expert or a. interested in accents and i know he's from munich and i know you're from somewhere else so where are you from i've never heard your accent and that guy's so ugly uh, he's such a fucking creep and uh we start that's where you're like oh shit there he's gonna get caught this is it and he makes up some story because he knows so much about german movies he's like oh i'm from pew pits or wherever some mountain (laughs) town village Mm -hmm. and um he they sells it and they actually believe it, yeah. right? Bridget yep. vouches for him. She's like, I can tell you that's true, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But now and then that, he joins them. Yeah, Ugh. then they got this motherfucker joining them and he wants to have a party with them. He wants to fucking yeah. play that's the card game <clears throat> with them and uh very intense scene, even up to that point. <laughs> uh yeah. and then we get what do we just get to the he, he finally tells them that he wants them to leave right michael fassbender yeah, he's, finally like, is like, he's yeah. like listen you're now you're intruding we're old friends we haven't seen each other in a long time she's too polite to ask you to leave but you need to go and he's like i'll leave it up to her you know should i leave and she's like oh no and then he goes haha of course i'm intruding yeah. you know but first you have to try this whiskey or this 33 year old scotch you know yeah. mm. and this is where it goes wrong and this is a thing okay so wasn't that pressing that wasn't that pressing your that. luck though the fucking saying like telling this fool to leave yeah it's like yeah I, but i think there's a point where it's just like look let's just be real like i appreciate like you know we we indulged you for too long and yeah, it was but, a bold move. It was a bold move, yeah, but I'm just saying. Dangerous like, it, like, yeah, no, I agree. I think I would just be like, I would just let it ride and then be like, once everyone leaves, like we can finish this conversation, you know? Yeah. But I think the dude knows kind of like the not the jig is up, but it's just like, bro, you either know or you don't. Like you're just yeah. intruding because you're you want to find out more about us or find us slipping in some way and get to the bottom of it. Let's get to the chase. Right, either you for, believe like, us right. or you or get the fuck out, right? Which what happens? So they finally, right. and I like that they don't tell you this till later. But anyways, he says that. Yeah. Oh, how many glasses do we need? And Michael Fassbender says three with his uh, pointer, middle, and ring finger, mm. which is not the German way. The German way has your thumb in it, and they don't tell you that right there. So you don't even don't. know why. No, they tell you later. So you don't even know why, but the guy knows that, that you're faking. He said, you just giving right. yourself you away. And he tells him that he has a gun pointed on him. And Michael Fassbender's like, well, I have a gun pointed on you too. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Stiglitz pulls out his gun on the... Nuts. Yeah, Ziglitz pulls his gun out and points it at the fool's nuts, the SS dude's nuts. And, no, when uh, you guys saw this movie, did you know that, that was they had different ways of doing the three? Never heard of it. That's why I was so fucking. Because maybe that's common to some people, but that I was just like, like when you're writing a movie, like, I mean, obviously you must have already known that because that's like a huge part of the plot. Like, you know what I mean? I I think that's known only to fucking German people or European people. Us Americans, we don't know that shit. But if Uh, you're writing a movie, how do you? I mean, are you just like, hey, how? What's a giveaway? Research. 
I don't know. Well, there's a okay. lot of there's a, there's a lot of this from this movie. Like the reason why I'm like the whole movie wasn't in English. Like that, I love that. that yeah. I, and that's the kind of thing where it's like I'm like yeah, I kind of went over your head, unfortunately. But if you want to be cultured, <laughs> right? That's if you want to know about another, is that whole God. scene in German? Yeah. Yeah, it is. The, huh? No. No. I don't think so. Oh, because they're playing the game in English, right? They're playing the game in English because he's no. like, well, or no, is it in German? No, it's, it's got to be German. in German. Yeah, it's German. You Remember, even... he was saying, he was saying, like, am I in the jungle? Am I? Yeah, when he was yeah. talking about, yeah, like, am I from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, am I? That was a little awkward too when he, it was supposed to be King Kong and he thought he was like a slave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, then we do get some English because he finally went once the jig is up and they both realize like, oh yeah, they're gonna die. Right. He's like, well. If I'm gonna die, let yeah. me go out speaking the king, the queen's English, yeah. and he fucking s- and he claps back with English too. You're like, oh fuck, <laughs> let's do it. And, and like, lights up a cigarette and takes the scotch. And then he, I love what he says. He's like, uh, oh fuck, I forget what he says. Well, I guess this is it. And something Stiglitz, and then Stiglitz like say goodbye to your Nazi balls. <laughs> <And he shoots Yeah. laughs> Which I was saying, which was fucking badass, but yeah, at the same time, if you would have shot him in the head, he might not have killed Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Fair but, enough. Well, then but, it's a full-blown shootout between everybody. And it happens fast. like, Oh, yeah. And then like all of a sudden, half the people are on the floor. Yeah, it's and dope. It's fucking crazy. And uh, the only one left is the father, the new father, and uh, Bridget Von Hammersmark well, is still alive, too. Yeah, she but you, you think you think it's just the father. So then the the other bastards come back and they're like, Brad Pitt's like, you know, is anyone down there? And it's just, you know, Will, oh, Willie. Yeah. I think we should just speed this up. We're like not yeah, even, it's <laughs> like, I, like I was about to say, I'm like, dude, we're literally breaking down the scene. And they're great to break down. These are pivotal scenes. Yeah. Let's cut to the okay, bigger so yeah. fucking strokes. Okay. okay. They're both alive. Let me go Basically, through it. Basically, uh, she's Yeah. They get out. <laughs> Anyways, and they find out that they take her to a vet, and that's where they find out that the plans changed. The whole plan was to go to the movie and uh, take Fastbender and the other two there, and they were going to be her escorts. Then the plans changed, which was the big reveal that Hitler was there, going to be there. And that's when they come up with the new plan of taking Brad Pitt and two of these New York Jews <laughs> as Italian filmmakers. <laughs> And that's where you get this great scene where he's like, he's like, well, I spoke the most Italian and he speaks the second most and he speaks the third most. He's like, I don't speak Italian. (laughs) Well, that's what I said. The third most. (laughs) uh, So anyways, that's their new plan. And then we get to. So the, uh, the only part of this movie that I will be honest, I skipped watching it this time is the whole fucking uh, David Bowie I light the fire with gasoline montage where we see Shoshana like preparing the theater for okay. the night where you, she's okay. basically, so she said, has her own plan. Yeah. Yeah. We get her whole, her own plan, which is to, we get another cool Samuel Jackson narrated scene explaining about film is very flammable in these days. And she's got a shit ton of it. And that's her plan. She's going to lock up the theater and they're going to burn it down <laughs> with everybody in it uh, using the film. Which I love that Tarantino always manages to get film into the movie. That you know, always some nod to the to the movies. Anyway, so then we get to the final fucking thing, which I we can go into more detail. 
so she's oh because she got shot in the leg they have to put a cast on her and she comes up with this story that she is uh what was mountain climbing <laughs> and she broke yeah. her leg and that's where we get Landa Hans Landa coming up to her and saying um and that's where we get the amazing my favorite scene <laughs> one of my favorite scenes where he's like She's telling him like, "Oh, these are my friends that are escorting me. They're Italian produce movie makers," and he said. And then we hear Landa just bust out the Italian, and he's like, All "Right, that's why he knows every language." Yeah, and he's like telling them to say their names and shit, and and uh, Brad Pitt's like, like "Buongiorno." <laughs> yeah, Buongiorno. And he said, "Could you say, oh, what was your name, Colami?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's right. Could you say it for me once?" And he's like. Kolami. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Kolami. <laughs> and you can uh, see Bridget getting like more and more like oh yeah fuck. yeah that this is like the point where you're like fuck this is so fucking obvious yeah. like, the, like you're <laughs> so just like stupid. Jesus cringeworthy. And but, and when she when she um told him what happened to her leg he laughed so hard oh, yeah. for so long yeah which we really. <laughs> I mean, he's super smart, right? And he had already knew because he investigated that basement bar and found her shoe. Yeah. So he already knew. And found her shoe, but he also found the napkin she had signed the autograph. Yeah. For so, Maximilian. So I remember watching it for the first time. You're like, does he know? Or does, doesn't he know? Did he figure it out? And so I was confused by that. And then he, but he lets um, the two, Eli Roth and the other dude, go to their seats. And, uh he has why does i don't remember why uh brad pitt stays back but he does but he wants to talk to uh bridget so he takes her into the office and that's where we get the scene where i don't even remember what they talk about before that huh our tarantino foot scene oh yeah (laughs) what happens in that scene katie tell us um i don't remember what they talk about before that he... Oh, he pulls out the shoe. That's right. He pulls out the shoe and he does like a no, Cinderella talk- on her. They're talking. They're talking, and he goes, "Can you uh, reach into my pocket and grab what's in there for me?" Yeah. And she like feels it, and you see her face just drop, and he's like, "Yeah, bitch." Got you, bitch. <laughs> and it's me. And yeah. he makes her put her foot up there, <clears throat> and he tries, and he puts the. Oh no! No first. First, they're sitting. He's like, "Have a seat," and he's like, "Put your foot in my lap." And she's like, "What?" He's like, "Put your come on, put your foot in my lap." And she's like, "Oh, you're embarrassing me." He's like, "Come on." And then he goes, "Reach in my pocket," mm-hmm. and that's when she passes him the shoe. Yeah, and that's when it's like, "Oh shit!" And Tarantino's like, "Yeah, let me see those toes, Bridget." Hell yeah, suck toes. Those national treasures. <laughs> And uh, she says, so what? You caught me. What are you going to do about it? And she, and he chokes her to death. Um, yep. Classic. Which is pretty Choke fucking crazy. And uh, understand when someone's being strangled, why they don't, they never just pretend they're dead a little bit before they die. That's what I would do. I know that's what you say you would do, but when you're actually getting choked. Yeah. Have you ever got got like that? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Every time I fuck, I'm like, <laughs> choke. You wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then he t- he makes a phone call and tells him to grab uh, Brad Pitt, which they do. And uh, do we get? Then we go back into where do we go after that? Oh, into the the film room. Well, by the way, when we when the, we see the uh, the Jews in the theater, we get like a little, almost like a Tarantino trunk scene. 
Ah, that's right. With we see the the dynamite or whatever strapped to their ankles. So good. Um, yeah, so then we're in the film room mm-hmm. because we know that it's about to go down. is she's right. getting did up, right? No, that, well, happened, already. Oh, that so, happened already. So now she, yeah, she they, did, uh, they sealed she up the theater. It, right? They sealed up yeah. the theater and now she they're watching the movie. They've been watching the movie. Everyone's there and all this shit. And uh the movie's like halfway through or whatever. They gotta change the ream of film, and that's where Frederick Zoller is walks yeah, out of the film. Did. It's too intense, and he goes and sees her and uh basically she tries- set it up. She had finished it already. She set it up so that once like at the end of you know the big shootout scene it switches over to her little special movie yeah and um he comes up to to hit on her once again and tries to fucking so annoying yeah and um she tells him to get lost get lost get lost and then he starts to flip out and we see the real frederick zoller which is scary he's like you ain't give me no fucking puss He's like, no one says no to me. You think right. you're never. So she was fucking 150 men in one day. So what she plays done? it quick on, on the draw and says, mm-hmm. and she says, oh, well, lock oh, the door. All right, well, fuck it. Let's get it. Let's yeah. get it in right now. I'm, I'm down. And when yeah, he goes lock- to lock the door, oh, she yeah. shoots him in the back like five times and the fool drops to the ground. When she goes oh to God. go check on him, he turns around and shoots her in the stomach three times. But, uh, yeah, I like the I like the way that he can't believe the fact that she like he's trying to fuck like she's trying to fuck. Like yeah, she, or, 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 you know what? You want me to close the door? <laughs> she's like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, dude, close well, the fucking goes, door. Goes, Never mind. He's like, oh no, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, instantly changed. <laughs> but this is like the classic mistake. Like, if you're gonna shoot someone, you got to make sure they're dead. You like, yep. but like, you mm-hmm. can't go over and do that little like, oh, let me. But this was also shot beautifully the way he shot her and it's like slow motion and the music right. and like the red dress. And I yeah. mean, it was tragic, but it was beautiful. I, yeah, I definitely, I agree. Um, and then, so that happens. And then the other, the two bastards that are left who are actually watching the movie, they leave and they mm-hmm. go up and they're trying to figure out how they're going to get into uh the booth where Hitler's sitting. And this is where we get another cool thing where they're talking about, they need to take out the two guards that are guarding the booth. And he's like, all right, are you going to get two seconds? And they put on these like little guns that go on the back of their fists. For some reason, I don't They look amazing, but I don't understand their purpose, but it's dope. (laughs) And for some reason, when they shoot punch, they shoot a bullet out, I guess. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, hit it in the trash can of the bathroom. So you get this dope little action scene where it goes all slow motion. The guy walks up carrying a champagne glass and he shoots one of them. And you get the other guy running up and does like a jumping punch and shoots the guy in the face. <laughs> and meanwhile, like in the, in the movie, this guy is shooting for fucking three days. Yeah. So no one <laughs> is noticing when other people are getting shot in yeah. the fucking film room, out on yeah. the balcony, because it's just constant gunshots, which is mm-hmm. a nice cover. Mm-hmm. And everything kind of hits at once. The film changes to Shoshana saying like, no. oh, you are all going to die tonight, you nasty well, Nazi bastards. Well, and- first of all, you got Marcel behind the screen with a huge pile of film smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And Frederick in the movie goes, who has a message for Germany? And that's when it flips. And yeah. she goes, I do. Mm-hmm. You're all going to die tonight. 
Mm-hmm. And then and, everyone's like, what the fuck? And then she just starts laughing. And he and lights he the fire. The cigarette. Oh, dude. And then that's when they bust in with their machine guns and start fucking. <laughs> Classic Tarantino. Oh, kills Hitler. Cha- I, changing history. I love it. Uh, Me too. That's one of my favorite things that he does. You know that. Kills, it kills Hitler and then just is opening fire on the whole theater full of. Shoots Hitler Nazis. in the face a bunch of times. Yeah, Until his face is like melting almost from bullets. Everyone's in a panic and they start rushing the exits, but the exits are wet. They're locked. locked They're by locked. Shoshana. And then all you, have, all you see is Donnie Donowitz and the other dude literally from the vantage point of the balcony lighting motherfuckers up. <laughs> Yeah. The that shit was a hard ass fucking scene where it's like yeah, like it really just was. picking out fucking Nazis on the ground floor. You hear her laughing and her face is like going up in flames and like Nazi flags are just so like good. crashing down. And so at first I was like, I was like, damn, I kind of wish they weren't shooting them because I want them to all die slowly. But then I'm like, that would be super fun though to just be fucking dude. And when they cut, they, yeah, the they cut to like uh, Eli Roth's uh, Donnie Donna, which is you know fuck the character, and he's like it's slow motion. And you see all these fucking shells flying everywhere, <laughs> and you see that fucking look on his face where he's like, like you know he he yeah he was getting some. That's a way to go out. Payback. Uh, and I remember when I, I was watching this, I was like. I hope he was able to slip out the back door. I'm sure he was. Hope so. I remember when I was watching this, I was like, what the fuck is going to happen in this movie? Because we know we they can't kill Hitler, right? Because we know yeah. they fail, right? Mm-hmm. And then they don't fail, which is fucking amazing. I was elated. Has anyone ever it. else ever done that in a movie? Just change yeah. history? Yeah, Tarantino in uh, Once Upon a Time. Other than that, (laughs) I mean, but this, I say this movie gets a lot more fucking credit because this is the first time he ever did it. Yeah. Uh, But I have never heard of anyone else ever doing this in a movie where they just fucking like, fuck it. That's what, like, that's why this being my first Tarantino, there were just so many things that I was like. Like, who is this guy that directed this movie? This shit is amazing did you go in did you go into it katie knowing the clout of tarantino or you're just like who is this fucking weird dude with the name really not really i had heard of tarantino but i didn't like since i hadn't seen any of his movies before i didn't really know and also that like wasn't his reputation as like a history changer you know (laughs) it wasn't until this movie but (laughs) it was such a bold move that people are just like here we go when they saw it in, in once upon a time in hollywood they're like, here we go, Tarantino changing fucking history. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but just like, not just it's not just killing Hitler; it's the shooting him in the face over and over. There's just something about that. So yeah. good. They cut to it, and the fucking you know, his face is melting with bullets. Yeah, and it um, makes it like you know the fact that like not all the heroes survive either. Like it makes it like more realistic, I guess you could say. Where you know, yeah losses still yeah but ultimately the goal is accomplished yeah because their dynamite goes off too yeah and but meanwhile before before this goes down the jew hunter with brad pitt and ryan howard yeah yeah that's right and he's like listen you know i can make a call right now 
it, or we can make a call and we can end the war mm-hmm. or I can do nothing. And, you know, your guys will, you know, their dyna will go off. Like I intentionally let them stay in there and some Germans will die, but Hitler will live and the war will go on and blah, blah, blah. So he's like, let's make a deal. And basically he was like, uh, I'm, we can end the war, but mm-hmm. we're going to have to make this, um, Strike a deal. Know, go down in history as if I'm a hero. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're going to say this, this, and this, I did all these things. You're going to say that I put dynamite under Hitler's chair. He's like, which actually I did. So <laughs> <laughs> and they show him like slipping it under there. <laughs> And he says, I want a house on Nantucket. I want land on Nantucket. I want to be a war hero. And I want all the bastards to be war heroes. And, yeah, uh, I want the Medal of Honor. And uh, so they they come up with the plan. And he's like, they, it gets oh, green-lighted. And that's why they let him do what they did. And they send, the plan is send him over. You're gonna, They're going to take you as prisoner to the border. And then when you get to the border, they're going to switch and you're going to take them as prisoner and take them directly to your leader. And yeah. that happens. Gonna- we get to the border and Hans Lenda is surrendering himself over. Right. And as soon as he gives Brad Pitt a gun, Brad Pitt yep. shoots the other <laughs> the, the other German soldier who all was part of the deal and he's like but we made a de- I made a deal for that man's okay. life and uh <laughs> and then he does the whole speech about like what are you going to do yeah. with that uh, that that uniform he, when you get out like, of here. Like, well, they don't care about him. They just care about you. So yeah, right. And I like how he gives the fucking knife to fucking the dude, and he fucking scalps. Right yeah, it's like him. scalp him. So good. I love it. <laughs> and so uh, good. And he says, "Well, that's right. You're gonna take off your uniform. We're gonna give you a little something you can't take off." Yeah, so fucking good. And they give him the fucking uh, Nazi symbol right at the end, and we get the line. Um, what I, you're getting really good at that. And he says, I just, I think this just might be my masterpiece. <laughs> and then they show the fucking, the, the Nazi mark on him and he's bleeding. It's pretty dope. Um, so, yeah. so a lot of people take that line. I think this just might be my masterpiece as Quentin Tarantino oh. talking oh. about the movie itself, saying that this is his masterpiece. And by the way, I got to admit, like, um, like you didn't really see him do the first swastika on the dude. No. But the one that they do on homie at the end. Yeah. You literally see the knife spreading skin open blood and him holding the when they cut to the fucking grass of him holding the grass. Like, ah, you're just like, damn, this is fucking graphic as fuck. dude. It's deep. I mean, I'm I'm touching my forehead now, and I'm touching the bone. It looks like it went like an inch deep. Like Dude. I don't know how it even could go that deep. I don't know. It looked disgusting, <laughs> and then the scalping was disgusting too. Um, it was sexy. So bef- before I rewatch this movie, uh, my brother had told me that he thinks that this is his favorite Tarantino movie. He thinks that who, it's whose favorite? My my brother says that this is his favorite Tarantino. Oh, okay. Movie. I was like, he thinks it's his, it's but Tarantino's pe- favorite. Well, people do favorite? think that at the time Tarantino put that line in because he thought this was his masterpiece. 
And well, watching that about every one of his movies, dude. <laughs> this guy does not. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't always write a line into the movie saying, com- proclaiming it. Um, right. After, I, I mean, and this is after he's made a bunch of other ones. So it's like, you know what yeah. I mean? I, yeah. I'm, the more I'm watching, as I'm rewatching these movies, this movie is fucking way up there for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it's up there, but it's it's not. Yeah, it's what was that? Pulp Fiction holds the rain. Uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But this movie's fucking great. I mean, just great I might have actors. To watch fiction again. I know. Um, we really dug into this fucking uh this 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 movie deep, like almost as long as the fucking movie. Um, final thoughts. No Chat. regrets. Yeah, for real, no regrets. I think this movie. It, it's fucking great all around like you just think that like like basically he surprised everyone yes. tarantino in my opinion because it's just like when this was going down with this was a lot of there was a lot of like uh leaked scripts and that tarantino was gonna do a world war ii movie yeah and they like there was all this shit going around and then when it finally came out he lived up to the hype like that oh, yeah. is hard to do like he when you're everyone everyone's basically all eyes on you expecting you to come out with a banger and you do <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's, it's that's some legend. That's the goat status right there. Mm-hmm. I think just coming up with that idea of changing history. is pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, dude, for real. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, huge. And uh, what's next? So. What's next? Cause I think I love this one. It's going to be hard okay. to beat. I know. Um, the whole bloody affair. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do this next one. Why? Because. Um, Isn't it Django? It's, it's Django. Yeah. What do you mean you don't know how? Yeah, what's the problem? Well, there, I just saw like I was looking at the, some IMDb stuff, shit and I didn't realize that is he's involved in a bunch of other movies that I'm like, I don't understand why they're putting oh. him up. So that's why I was like, "What? What's going on here?" Like, I see him having a credit in Sin City. Yes. He has he's, he directs a scene in Sin City, which okay. Yeah, but we're talking writing, right? I know, no, I know, but because I, I just saw that that Death Proof was um, Sin City's was cool. After that. Sin City is cool. Um, but, um, so, yeah. So wow. Um. So anyway, yeah, it is Django, and um, I've seen this recently. I watch. I'll watch it. Um. I think this might be basically his masterpiece. Jango. Really? Jango's like as far like it's like it's going to be under Pulp Fiction for sure, but it's it's really good. This it's a really good movie. It's so. amazing. Oh, Django, I I've definitely seen it. I saw it in theaters. I haven't seen it recently. You're going to have a whole new appreciation for it after watching all of these Tarantinos. I've seen it in theaters recently, pre-COVID, of course. Oh, really? I've yeah. seen it so many times. It's a great one. Love it. Yeah. Like, by the I way, love the, I love I just, the hood scene. I just want to say one day when COVID is over in 2025, what we're going to do is we're going to fucking go to the movies to Tarantino's fucking New Beverly. And we're going to oh. watch when he has like a midnight fucking showing of any of his fucking movies. And we're going to fucking go. And we're going to have a blast. Yeah. Dope. The only um, thing is, is that you get out and it's like 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> worth it yeah yeah i know um so So, Django, Django. what else are we just Chappelle? we keep Chappelle going if you want we Um, should get a third come on 
<laughs> I know. Um, anything? You guys, I always forget. Are you guys Burt Kreischer fans? Mm, he's not, not really. I don't. I don't dislike him. Yeah, that's true. he has that Netflix show, The Cabin. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind checking that out. Yeah. Okay. There's um, there's a Tom Segura episode. There's. I don't know, actually. Okay. Let me check. There's an episode with Donnell Rawlings and Bobby Lee. There's one with Nikki Glazer and Caitlyn Jenner. There's one with Miss Pat and Kaylee Cuoco. I do want to see the one with Miss Pat. Definitely. All right. So there's someone else on that one too. I am. I have a, I have a little fan. bit. Of, I have a little bit of insider shit for Miss Pat. Mm-hmm. She, I have a oh. friend of mine. I won't say who till after the shit's released because I don't want to fucking put them on blast. But this person is working on her um, her series that's coming out. Nice. Miss Pat has a series, and, oh, and, yeah, and it's done. Ooh, it's a sitcom. Yeah. Yep. Can you say that again? IMDb started playing some shit. Oh, Miss um, Pat has her own sitcom, and my friend's working on it. At, like, Ooh. like basically doing post production on it right now. That's dumb. And not like gonna happen, like done, been done. Mm. So, I will definitely watch that. I don't know when that's coming out. But I can't. I can't reveal my sources. But uh, so, are we gonna skip straight to the Miss Pat episode of this show, or what? Or are we just watching the episode? Wait, one? is there more to that, or just that it's come? Like I thought, everyone knew she had a show. But it's done, is what he's saying. It's not. Yeah, there wasn't off. like a like it was. There's no. Uh, it was pre-COVID when it was done, and there was like I thought that. It was just on hold because everything's on hold because of COVID, right? Um, but no, this is actually... Yeah. So the episode she's in is called... Yeah, what channel? Oh, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think maybe a BET. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um, the episode of Burt Kreischer's show that she's in is called Fresh Perspectives. Hulu. It's the original Hulu series. Oh, You'll definitely watch it then. Yeah, we will. <laughs> you say Hulu? Yeah. Oh, tight. Oh, hold on. God damn it. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. It says originally Hulu ordered it, but I think BET picked it up. Okay. Random. Okay. I'll try to watch it. I don't know if I have that I know, channel. I know. Same here. Um, She's in an episode called Fresh Perspectives of the Cabin. Oh, yeah. Well, is, Ooh, yeah, this is not like a this is not like a story arc situation. So I mean, I guess we could just jump into any episode. Is it all the same? Katie, yeah, it. yeah. It's like they literally go to a cabin and just like hang out. Yeah, half hour, <laughs> twenty seven minutes. Thank God, I'm down. Let's do it. It's right. Pat, Keely Cuoco, and Joel McHale. This has a five point seven. It's the lowest rated episode of the season. Wow. Okay, never mind. Let's go to a bigger one. What's yeah. up? What about the one with Donnell? Is, yeah, Donnell and Bobby Lee is 8.7. The next one is Tom Segura and Joey Diaz, 8.6. Actually, I would like to see that one. Which one? Tom Segura and Joey Diaz. All right. That's the first one. That's the perfect. first one? Oh, Let's watch perfect. It. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> fucking cock. I know. It's Joey Diaz. <clears throat> wild card <laughs> I, I know i know i love him you fucking motherfucker i'll fucking fuck you up he's um, got good guests on this though I, I might watch a few of these so yeah um i was gonna say something that totally left my brain so i don't want to start a new can of worms it's already late we'll talk to talk about it next week um if i remember but thanks for listening everybody Sounds and good. um i think uh we'll see you next week have a fun weekend later oh yeah